0: Solutions. This is The Ramsey Show, where America hangs out to have a conversation about your life and your money. I am Ramsey personality Rachel Cruz here with me today, Dr. John Deloney, taking your calls this hour about your life, your money, your marriage, your relationships, your career, anything and everything. We are here for you. It's a free call anywhere in the country at 888 825 5225. So to start us off, this hour is Paul in Cincinnati. Hey, Paul. Welcome to the show.
1: Hey, John and Rachel. Thank you. How are you guys doing today?
2: We're
0: doing great. How are you, Paul?
1: Um, I'm feeling pretty stressed and torn with a family and money situation. I was hoping to get your okay. thoughts and advice on it.
0: Yeah, we'd love to help. What's, what's going on? Okay,
1: so um, I'm wondering if I should... Quit my side job to spend that time instead with my wife and newborn baby girl, or should I keep working the side job considering we just started Baby Step 2 this week, and we have about $245,000 in debt? What's it in? Uh, 128 of that is mortgage, and the rest is student loans, personal loans, car loans, credit card, all the fun stuff.
0: Yep, yep. Wait, real quick, will you break down all the debt, not including the mortgage, but break? T- do you have the numbers for your for credit cards, yes. all that? Okay. So Shoot I, off.
1: Yeah, I've got about 1800 in credit card. We have uh, 3250 to a personal loan, uh, about 3500 left on a car. Uh, student loan for my wife is about $11,000. A HVAC home improvement loan for about 12000 a parent plus loan that I agreed to pay back for my mom. That's sixteen thousand, and then my student loans are about seventy thousand. Wow,
0: you got you got a little bit of everything, Paul. Nice yeah. little nice little variety. What there. do you do for a living,
1: man? Uh, I am a uh, manager at a nonprofit that provides free clothing boutique for foster children.
0: Oh, Very that's cool. awesome! And how much how much do you make a year doing that?
1: I make a little over 45000 and then my wife is a third-grade teacher. She makes about 67000
3: Okay. Is she going to go back?
1: Uh, she is back, um, and she's also in grad school to be a school counselor. Okay. Are we okay. all cash flowing that? Which we're cash flowing. Okay. Cash flowing. Okay. Awesome. So the side job was to kind of help pay for the cash flowing of the grad school and the added cost of childcare.
0: Okay. So uh, when no- I
1: started, it was actually pretty decent paying, but it's um, my side job is I'm a custodian at a local gym, and now that I know how to do everything and it doesn't take me nearly as long, it just doesn't pay as much because it's hourly. Mm,
0: okay. Gotcha. Um, but you're using that side gig money, from what you said, for child care uh, and grad school. Yeah. So is that money already, is there anything extra that you have that's going to the debt or is that all of that money from the side get going to, um,
1: yeah, with the budgeting, we realized that we could essentially live on just one income and we were just kind of living in that stupid where we just were spending money that we didn't have on things that we didn't need. Yeah. Um, so we're able to pay toward our snowball, but I'm just, I don't want to make it last any longer from the math. I'm like, it's already going to take five years. I just, what's you know, your degree you know, in, what's your degree in Paul? Uh, I have a bachelor's in family studies. Okay. So, Rachel, uh, can I hop in
3: here? Oh, please do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Paul, I'm going to just cut to the chase. Is that cool? Yeah. Okay. You're broke, and you're, you're scary broke. Okay. Um, I yeah. know you know that, but I want to say it that starkly these you're gonna have to get a job the place you work at right now is an extraordinary mission and it's like you being there is a gift to the people that you serve and you uh, are in a financial position that you cannot afford to do that type of work right now
0: and and support your family by doing you have that. a
3: an emergency your house is on fire and inside your house, having a having a Bible study or cooking food for the homeless would be great, but right now your house is on fire. You need to get out of the house, okay? Okay. You're going to have to find work where you can get this stuff paid off fast, fast, fast. It might mean that we're going to pause grad school for a minute because the house is on fire. It might mean that I'm going to stop doing um, this part-time job here and I'm going to get a full-time job making 60,000. And then I'm going to go work the late shift from 5 PM to 1130 at McDonald's and make 20 bucks an hour on a sign I saw the other day. I'm going to work like crazy for 20, 20 months, 24 months. And we're going to get this thing knocked out so that I can spend tons of time, full presence, no anxiety, no anxiousness, no, it's all coming down. The next time you have a air conditioner fail, it's going to be annoying, not a, 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 a loan, a HELOC, and then you're going to be able to breathe around your baby. That's what I'm suggesting, okay? Yeah. That's the level of radical life transformation your baby deserves, you deserve, your wife deserves, your marriage deserves, everybody does. I mean... Sorry. <laughs>
0: no, 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 it's it. Because it, cause it, cause the mat, when you just look at the math, right, John does a, a great job bringing in the, the reality of... The emotional state and what and what's going on inside of you, but but also Paul, the the numbers you just have you guys just have a small shovel with a really big hole is kind of what it is, right? So I'm just like, how can we fill in this hole of debt faster, more efficiently for you and your family because that's who I want you taking care of first and foremost before anyone else. And I, yeah, whether it's I mean, foster care, adoption, homelessness, uh, human trafficking, all of these things in the world. Um, when we can plug ourselves into those things and make the world better, we are all for, all for, but not at the detriment we
3: gotta get our house of your first. family, yeah. first
0: and foremost. Sure. You know. So even if it's for 18 months that you go and work a job that you're like, oh, I hate those, but it's paying a ton and I'm sacrificing what I love and what my mission is for the moment. Just to clear all this yeah. out and, and and wipe it out, then I get to actually what John was saying. I get to breathe and be like, okay, we have margin. I have margin in my life now, and so yeah, I can take a pay cut and go work somewhere that I really feel called to because I actually can. I can do that and take care of my family. Um, but the quickest way you're going to change the scenario, Paul, really is 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 the income side. Uh, getting it up in the side gig um, if there's something that pays more or you can do it quickly for two hours and you go over to another side gig uh, and I know your your initial question though was do I keep all of that or spend time with my family and I think it can be both I think that yes you are in the middle of sacrifice right now time wise uh, to clean up this financial um, hole that you guys are in by knocking out these debts and these are some small debts that's why I loved it like the credit card debt you're going to pay that off you're going to stay motivated and from someone whose dad and parents my, mom, my dad worked all the time when I was little all the time Paul doing all of this stuff I mean but I never felt like I had an absent dad because when he was around he was present He's fully with you fully yeah, with yeah. me so I think you can still be a great dad and work your tail off for 18 to 24 months to clear this debt out but I appreciate your call I appreciate the work that you do and what's on your heart because it's incredible absolutely incredible this is The Ramsey Show
2: You know, we did a survey recently looking for ways that we could serve you better. One of the top things we learned is that people need help when it comes to life insurance. Most people know it's a top priority, and oftentimes money's not even the issue since term life is really just cheap. Some feel guilty for not taking action. Some need encouragement to follow through, while others are confused about the options. This is why I hammer away every day talking about term life and Xander Insurance. You've got to get this taken care of, and Xander is the only company I recommend. They've built their business to serve. Whether you just want information or you need that extra attention to get things done, in the end, they will help you make smart, confident decisions for your family. Wherever you are in the process, whether getting a quote or getting your policy approved, please take the next step. Go to Xander.com or call 800 356 4282 and let them help.
0: There's so many rumors and just panic around the re- real estate market right now.
3: Uh, there's people, one truth. It's all coming down, Rachel. People think it's going <laughs> to crash and the Great down.
0: Depression is coming. And it's just, there's a lot of a lot of feelings, a lot of emotion around this topic, a lot of opinions around this topic. Um, so next week, we're going to do a free live stream called the Real Estate Reality Check. So it's a one-night event. It's Dave Ramsey, myself, and George Campbell. We're going to break down the real estate market and how it actually works so you can figure out how to navigate it yourself instead of listening to all these people from social media and the news and all of us that have this opinion. We're actually going to look at facts, figures, numbers. I mean, we're going to kind of get, it's going to feel like a, like a real estate 101 class in college. Like we are going to, we're going to get into the details because it's really important to have facts and knowledge versus just hype and emotion and people freaking out. So we're going to look at data uh, and talk about, hey, what does it look like realistically for you out there? Um, so make sure that you check it out. Um, it's going to be, again, next Thursday, July 14th, the Real Estate Reality Check. And you can register for free right now and get all of the answers that you need to make confident decisions. So go to RamseySolutions.com slash realitycheck. That's RamseySolutions.com slash check find out for yourself why blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings you get free samples free shipping and with the new promo codes they run every month you'll save even more use promo code ramsey to get the best deal all
3: right today's question comes from abby in north dakota abby writes my husband and i are 32 years old and we have a home worth four hundred thousand dollars the mortgage is 900 bucks a month with nine years remaining My husband has epilepsy and has been unable to work for two years. I bought the property and have been the sole breadwinner during our marriage. He's worked on and off at so many jobs I've lost count. I would like to start a family soon, but he wants to sell everything and live in a van for four years. I wonder if he wants to go down by the river. (laughs) I don't want to start over from zero and it seems easy for him to throw everything away when he's not the one who worked for it. He says he does not want to die having never had the chance to travel, but that he won't do it without me. Do I sell it all and lose my dream of a stable home, or do I tell him no and live under the weight of his disappointment?
0: Gosh, yes, happy. yes, yeah. I'd be in a stable home and living under the weight
3: of my husband's disappointment. <laughs> that's the that's the most Rachel thing I've heard. Yeah, you can just go be a disappointed, husband. I'm living in my. I
0: house. will. I will take the emotional toll and have a roof.
3: Yes, and not
0: a fan. <laughs> no. And again, people live this life. This is a thing. People yep. go and get school buses and yeah. they and they retro amount. I mean, a lot
3: of YouTubes.
0: They they do it, yep. and it's the thing that they love to do. And I think if it, both of you. If that was the thing you love to do, and you're like, you know what? <laughs> We're going to just travel the country in our van, in our bus, and live the life. Work, yeah, i yeah. Mean, got fine find some Wi-Fi, and you can work and take your computer, and it'll be great. <laughs> but right. if it's not both of your dreams, it turns into a disaster. Yes.
3: Okay, I want to I work through this backwards. Anytime you're in a, in a marriage, and you back yourself into a corner, and you create an either-or situation, outside of an abusive situation either i stay abused or i leave the abuse right that's an either or short of that do i sell it all and lose my dream or do i crush my husband who's dying of epilepsy there's other, <laughs> there's, <laughs> uh, there's a, you've you've painted yourself in a corner where it's either a grenade or a nuclear bomb and i gotta pick because we're one of us is blown up
0: it is yeah this is the only two options in the entire world yes, john that's it. that we so, have
3: Always, and this goes for anybody who's in a relationship with anybody for anything. Do I have to stay and be miserable forever, or do I quit this job and then go be home? Let's try a third option, or maybe a fourth. (laughs) Let's look for them, right? So don't back yourself into a corner here. There's other options here. The second thing is, y'all have not, as a couple, dealt with epilepsy, And what that Mm -hmm. means. You have a world, Abby, that you have and you've created that you want your marriage to look like. You want your home to look like. You have a picture of a family in your house. And you have a husband with a debilitating neurological condition. On the other side, he has a picture of his life where he feels like he's dying. And I don't, she doesn't, I I can't tell if he's, if this is terminal or, or what, but let's assume that it's not. He's created a picture of living in a van down by the river. And he like, let's just, let's sell it all. Let's go get it. What happens when you both have, you both had different pictures of what your life is going to look like. You start using language like yours and mine and his and mine. And I did this and he didn't do that. And all of a sudden you are, you know, you're sharing a bed with somebody and you're a foot apart from them, but you're 5,000 miles away from each other, mm. right? You're way on the other side of the world. This is not a finance conversation. This is not a do we live in a van or in a house conversation. This is coming to terms with this is our marriage and this is what our life is. And when we recognize what it is, then we can decide what this marriage could become together, right? Abby, you have to decide if you want to be married to a man with epilepsy who is unable to work, point blank. And he has to decide if he's going to continue to be married to you and he your money is y'all's money and y'all's home is y'all's home right all of this stuff is we're doing this together yep right
0: and that's the big picture and then you know tactically as you live life out like what are ways to kind of scratch that itch of him wanting to travel Mm -hmm. do you go get an rv and go for a week like like there are still those those (laughs) options in between multiple options doesn't mean that you can never ever ever travel or doesn't mean you could never ever have kids like it's you guys, there's a medium ground here to get lots, to.
3: Lots of median of roads in the middle uh, through ground.
0: Through that, yes, on the tactical side as well. So good. All right, up next uh, is Zach from Dodge City. Hey, Zach, welcome to the show.
4: Hey, good afternoon, Rachel and John. Thanks for taking my call.
0: Absolutely. How can we help?
4: I'm just looking for a little bit of insight on a, um, a life slash financial kind of situation my wife and I are uh, coming up on. Um, I've accepted a new position with my current company that's going to be moving us across the country. Um, So just kind of looking for some insight on if we should sell our house or not. We've been um, remotely managing it with Airbnb for about the past six to seven months. I've been traveling, Uh, but now we're going to be settling down a little more permanently. I'm just kind of looking for some insight on whether we should uh, sell the house and try to buy one where we're moving. Whether we should rent, the rent's really high. The area we're moving, or maybe live in a camper. Even we have a camper currently, so that's what I'm looking for.
0: Okay, where are you guys moving to? Uh,
4: the Idaho Falls area.
0: Okay, very cool. Um, so if I woke up in your shoes, Zach, I could tell you what I would, what I would lean towards doing, and what I would do. Uh, I would sell your house um, where you guys are. I would not continue to be a long distance landlord. It just ends up being a, a hassle, and you can still get your real estate dreams somewhere else close by. Uh so I would sell your house and then yeah, I would I would I would rent for a year. I'm always a fan of renting at least for a year if you're somewhere new, if you're in a new area um or if you've had a big life change, right? Like if you've just gotten married or something like that because Renting, it, you're, you're just in it for that year and you're not having to like make one of the largest financial decisions of your life, which is buying a house for majority of people. And so you're able to say, OK, we can kind of look at the area. We can figure out what we like, what we don't like. This is kind of what our family is being settled into. And then that even gives you some some bandwidth to even save to that you're not attached to. If the heating and air goes out, taking care of, you know, the issues that a house comes with, you're not going to have that as a renter. Uh, the landlord will take care of that. So, there, again, there's just a little less responsibility moving to a new city when you're renting. So, I like the idea of renting or living in your... If you guys want to live in your camper, you could totally do that if you're comfortable doing that. But um, I would do that and then look up in a year after you've moved and say, okay, what do we want to do? Do we want to Do want to buy? Do we want to... Yeah.
3: Here's area? the question I would ask is if you lived in Idaho Falls, would you get out a... a do an internet search and... Buy a rental property in Dodge City, Kansas
4: to manage? <laughs> that would be Um probably not. I'm actually in, in Dodge City for work. Um, okay. And so it's kind of a yeah. No, yeah. probably Like
3: not. you wouldn't do that, right? You you would you would buy houses around you, right? And so think of it that way now that you're leaving, you've got some some roots there. It's also tempting to Rachel to hang on to those roots when we've lived somewhere. Yeah. I'd say yeah, sell a house, pull up the roots and go do life elsewhere.
0: Yep, absolutely. Great call, Zach. Thanks for the thanks for the question. This is the Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I am Rachel Cruz with Dr. John Deloney hosting today. And up next is Anastasia from Jacksonville, Florida. Hey, Anastasia. Welcome to the show.
5: Hi, guys. Thanks for taking my call.
0: Absolutely. How can we help?
5: So my question is about how can I protect myself and not compromise my standards
0: in dating relationships. Ah, great question. Sounds like John, relationship expert
3: <laughs> John so, Deloney,
0: can help. I, uh, no, no, I, got no, I got no.
3: Okay, is can, this is this coming from a particular yeah. issue?
0: Something happened. Oh yeah, Tinder, 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 the app. So what's I happening? swiped
3: right in. <laughs> <and laughs> well, what's what's the basis of the call?
0: So
5: I have had. Um, some duties of relationships and, and marriages. Uh, tried my tried my hardest to do the right thing my whole life, and it just you know hasn't worked out too well. But um, I got out of a bad ma- uh, my second marriage, which is another bad marriage. Last year, I was on track to, and I, I I like listen. I'm not kidding. I listen to the podcast like nonstop every day. I have not missed one John Deloney show. Like I, well,
3: I it's clearly not like, helping. You should maybe listen well, to a different podcast. I'm not doing very good, Anastasia. Well, that's the,
5: well, that's the thing. I'm having this cognitive dissonance between what I know I need to do and uh-huh. what I actually do. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, I met someone. I fell I for him, right? Feeling. But I had these deal breakers up front. I've caved on, like, most of them or whatever. And I just don't know how it is that I keep falling in this trap of not, like, holding my boundaries what, in order to like either
3: yeah what happened in your in your last marriage like in 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 one sentence what happened
5: um got married for the wrong reasons and there was a lot of what lying is that, that what does that mean happened. for money um,
3: good looks he was a great kisser like what why'd you get married
5: um basically not to go too far into it but they, there was some lying based on they didn't share things about themselves before we got married and and, and we were kind of, you know, not head over heels or anything, but we were going to try it. But there was some deal breakers that happened, and, and I had to leave for my mental health. Okay.
3: Um, Ultimately, you've probably heard the saying, we we marry our unfinished business. Have you ever heard that? Yeah. The things that we need to work in ourselves. We often subconsciously look to have that puzzle piece met th- through somebody else. And the problem is they are doing the same thing with us. And we get together and we create a dance and we realize that no external entity can fill up a hole that's inside of us. And then it implodes. And then we go do it again. And then we go do it again. And then we go do it again. And until you decide that you and you alone have intrinsic value from the inside out and begin living that way. You create an identity that says, I have, Anastasia has value. Not only the way I quote unquote, try to do the right thing, but I do the right thing because it's the most honoring thing to me because I'm worth the right thing. I'm worth taking care of my body. I'm worth Uh, being a steward of my mental health. I'm worth great relationships where I can laugh and be safe. I'm worth those things. That's why I do the quote-unquote right things. Not because the right things are in and of themselves intrinsically. Right things, it's because they work, right? They make our lives better. And so I'm going to do these things because I have value. And then I'm going to meet somebody not because like Renee Zellweger and
0: uh, Tom Cruise across the the room. Like
3: you complete me. No, you're with me. And together, you and I are going to create something totally new. And that's a completely different proposition. That's not about healing. That's about creation. And that's a different world. See what I'm saying?
5: Well, yeah, and I thought I was doing that. Like, I thought I was there.
3: No, but you're still doing it with another person. You're trying to drink the right alcohol to stop being an alcoholic.
5: Because I finally felt whole just me. And, And I finally felt like I was, like, Feeling really good and loving
0: myself, you okay. know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and then I felt like I didn't even, and you felt know, yeah, you felt, I, you I felt, felt healthy. Was... So then you went and got into another relationship, and then within that relationship, you started compromising your yeah. And then yeah, and then you're thinking, out, why why do I keep doing this? Probably right, because have... yeah.
3: So let me let me challenge you. Anytime somebody, this is just it's a trigger for me when somebody says I started loving myself and feeling good. My next question is what were you doing differently? Because loving yourself and feeling good is very much in your head. And it's the actions that heal us. Okay? It's the things we do.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: And we can get some space from from rage and we can get some space from abuse and we can get some space from dysfunctional relationships and our bodies begin to breathe again and we mistake that for healing.
5: Yeah.
3: That's not healing. That's just not hurt. That's not affirmatively hurting anymore. I'm not hitting myself with a hammer anymore. That doesn't mean my arm's better. (laughs) I've got to do something different. Okay. See what I'm saying? (laughs) And so, yeah, you had a chance to breathe. You had a chance to smile and laugh a little bit again. You felt good. And then you can start doing the hard stuff, like dealing with the past traumas that I know are there. Like, Exercise and a move in my body and getting with some friends and having some girlfriends that I can just go laugh with and hang out with. And then your body begins to heal and then you're going to meet somebody. You see what I'm saying?
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: You just got to decide I'm going to do it in that order. And, and my guess I'm in it,
5: so deep because I, I have feelings for this new person and now I feel like I don't know how to back out of it because I feel like, you know... Do I work with them and keep on trying, but I'm having to like, like all your marriage and money stuff is like not jiving too well with them. And it's like trying to convince them. I'm like, I'm just working too hard here.
0: Yeah, because in my head, I'm like, relationships are work, but it's not from the front end of trying to put these pieces together and trying to make it, like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not the relationship expert, but well, in my head, no, I'm like, exactly right. it, it, feels, it does feel like you're trying to make something work that is not naturally working. There should be a level of something naturally is connecting and that right. we naturally agree on values. And you're, and, you're
3: putting way too much in the wheelbarrows just to get out of the gate. Just go have fun. And go bowling. You know what I mean? Like, like go go... Enjoy your life laugh often find joy go to a movie
0: without a guy both sure
3: but like go with a guy but it doesn't have to be like hey while we're here are we gonna share bank accounts what do you what is your opinions are? like you know what I mean like
0: but eventually she's gonna have to ask those questions have, That's right and then when that happens and it doesn't drive, then you don't want to compromise no, absolutely the future not. where you're thinking, oh, gosh, this really isn't. But she, but she needs to chill a little is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. W-
3: w- usually, on, and tell me if I'm wrong, Estasia. on the back end of multiple relationships that have imploded on you, okay, mm-hmm. it's really tempting to try to short circuit the process and get all that crap out up front so I don't have to go through the pain on the back end.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, that that's right? exactly what I was trying to do. I was trying yeah. to like... You can't yeah.
3: do it that way, and I hate that for you, but that's just not the way they work. You can't do it. <laughs> that's like getting a new... like You get fired from a job, and you get fired from another job, and then you just show up to your third job, and you go, I want four years of salary right now. Give it to me now, and then I'll work real hard. And they're like, that's not really how that works. <laughs> you can't do it like that. And it's a recipe for you being frustrated and the person you're dating being like, oh, I... I just want to go to the movies.
0: Why does she want my tax returns and my 401k (laughs) statements? Can (laughs) we just go to the movies? Can we go (laughs) to the movies?
3: I mean, I'll trade you a Ted Lasso for your FPU videos (laughs) if that's going to mean something. I mean, I'll do it. Right? That's what we're talking about. I want you to just take 30% off. Take 40% off. And breathe. And I want you to find some people in your life that you can be fully you with and they're going to challenge you to begin to Mm -hmm. act differently. That's good. Let that confidence grow from the inside out. Okay? You're worth it, man. You're worth it.
0: And so is FPU. Those videos are wonderful, John. Yeah.
3: Great date material. Jeez Louise. First
0: date. Don't compromise I your values. I want watch Financial Peace University.
3: Don't compromise your values. Todd.
0: Todd. <laughs> this is The Ramsey Show. The Ramsey Show. I am Rachel Cruz with Dr. John Deloney and it's a free call anywhere in the country at 888-825-5225. Up next on the phones is Drew from Greenville. Hey Drew, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? We're doing great. Doing great. How can we help?
1: So
6: I have completed Baby Step 3. Nice. um, Congratulations. Appreciate it. And um, and, I'm Want to move on to either baby step three B or should I do four, five, and six? With baby step six being the the, the, the saving for the, the house down payment.
0: Are you guys looking to to move? Are y'all wanting to buy a house?
6: Uh, well, I'm I'm an active duty marine stationed overseas. Okay. Um, and we're going to be there for at least two more years. Thank you for your service. Uh, and then I appreciate it. And when we move back to the States, I'll have about a year left before, uh, before I retire. Okay. And so I didn't know if, if, if staying in baby step 3B for two years, if that's too long or should I, you know, do like a year and then go to four, five and six or, or should I just capitalize? Cause we make pretty good money living overseas right now.
4: Mm-hmm. Should I
6: just capitalize on, on, on that two years and do the 3B and, and pretty much get our, pretty much knock 3B out of the way? Or or what's your I'm just looking for y'all's opinion on
0: that. Yeah, absolutely. So when you move back to the States in two years, you guys more you're you're wanting to buy a home, right? That's gonna be probably gonna be happening, is that correct? correct? Yeah.
3: Or when when you move correct. back it, for one year, could you just live on base for twelve more months and then go whenever you're get a more permanent residence after that? Can then you buy a house then? Right. That's
6: yes, sir, that's what it would be. So when okay. we when we move back it won't be that year before I retire won't be where we would like to settle oh, down. Oh, I, yeah. I got good, you, I okay. got so you, okay. So you're staring down three office. years, right?
0: Yeah, you got three years.
6: Correct, Yeah. Okay. Sir. And Correct. do you
0: guys know where you want to end up? What part of the country? Yes, we,
6: we'd like to end up, yes, yeah, we'd like to end up in the upstate of South Carolina. Okay. Where, uh, where I'm calling from now, but, um, you know, it, I guess it depends on what the housing market looks like. And totally. And everything else.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think if I'm you, Drew, I would... I would save something and I would kind of look and again, like you said, we don't, we don't know. We don't have a crystal ball. We don't, we don't know. But from the facts we've gathered, I think it's still going to, it's going to look similar probably in three years. It'll probably, you know, home values think will still continue to increase a little bit. I don't think it's going to, we're not going to see what we've seen the last two years. So if I were you just kind of for the fun of it, just to get an idea is just, you know, go online and see what's being sold in that area that you guys want to live And what kind of house you're like, okay, this would be ideal for us. Here's how much it is now. What would a 5%, 10%, 15%, 20% down payment look like? How much would that be? And, and, and kind of do the math to figure, okay, what if we just saved that, put that in a money market account, didn't touch it, and then start it and then press play on four, five, and six. Um, That's probably what I would, what I would do. And I would be curious how fast you guys could save up that down payment.
6: Yeah, that's what that's what I think the two years two years would put us right at a hundred thousand that we could probably save. Okay. And that would be probably twenty percent um or or more yeah. uh, based on when we okay. when we decide to settle so down. So maybe
0: it's even that you save seventy five thousand so you can go ahead and start four, five, and six. Uh it's kind of whatever you guys okay. feel comfortable with. Um but but anywhere in that range, yeah, where you've already done it and you're like, Okay, we this is how much we can save. This feels like the right amount of down payment for the type of house we're gonna want as of what we see right now um and then and then yeah press play on that four five and six are
3: your earnings overseas are they are they tax-free no no we'll still pay tax. They, portions of it is based on like the
6: the cost of living that they they allow us to have um, sure. that's tax-free but but everything
3: else is, is taxable okay and you mentioned the the word retirement do you do you have little kids that you're saving for college funds for Right now, I am.
6: I'm putting. I have the GI bill, okay. uh, which is going to probably take care of my daughter. She's the closest one. She's okay. nine, and then my son's five. But uh, if he's anything like me, he's a knucklehead. He's
3: not going to. go <laughs> he's not going to, go to college. But I'm not going to sell him short. So we're
6: still going to, go. to, it, to hey.
3: So here, here's uh, Rachel. Tell me if I'm wrong on this. It feels like we got three B, you got four, five, and six, and then there's this magic moment. To save to just crash course a lot of cash over two years overseas some of its some of its tax free some of its regular got your living expenses cu- comped in some areas this seems like a moment to really just stack up cash right and yeah. then you come back and really begin to play with reality again and, and what you want to do yeah and that might not be the best way to deal with that um,
0: how old I- are you Drew
3: uh, I don't know, oh. Um, math in public
6: 30
0: 30 will go with 37
6: 37 okay okay
3: <laughs> That's good 30, there you go 30
6: yeah, I'll be 37 this year well okay.
3: you've got a 5 year old that suddenly turns will be a 7 year old that it's not like you've got a 16 year old that's about to be an 18 year old when it comes to how we're going to deal with college you, you see what I'm saying right right and you got the GI bill so uh, I might lean that way.
0: Yeah, just to save. Yeah, you guys just stockpile some cash, and then once you feel good about, you know, even if you hit that hundred thousand, and you're okay. Maybe we can rob, open up a Roth IRA. That that whatever that one year.
3: Or maybe hit the, time m- is. maybe do your Roths both years, but yeah. keep on right. So yes. you're doing a little bit of both. But, you, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think either way, Drew. I think you guys are gonna you're gonna turn out just fine. The the situation because um, okay. one one year isn't going to absolutely implode your retirement. You're going to be okay even if you didn't fund retirement for these you know two years. Um, but I would save up for that house, that down payment, because that's going to be that's going to be a wonderful gift when you guys come back to the states and after retirement and after living on base for that year to be able to press play and put a good down payment on a home uh, is going to is going to feel great. So yeah, I would save that up for two years, and then year three during retirement, I would I would press play on a couple of um, retirement investing in it. So
3: and let me let me give you this one character note, um, Drew. Usually when we're talking to people with the with the character that you have, which is a person of high intentionality, you're talking about a decision you're going to be making right now. It's going to impact you in three years. That's how intentional you are. You're thinking 36 months ahead and you're thinking long term for your children. You're going to be okay. It's the folks that are thinking mm-hmm. five minutes down the road, 10 minutes down yeah. the road, not 36 months down the road that we are really concerned about. Yep. Say, hey, 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 look out in the plan. So you're, talk, you're, you're nudging at the edge of the margins here, man. You are going to be great.
0: Yep, you're doing great, Drew. Great job. Thanks thanks again for your service. All right, up next is Liam from Lexington. We're right
3: up against the clock, so go quick.
0: Hey, Liam, how can we help?
6: Hey, uh, I'm a 21-year-old uh
3: I guess, foreman at the moment at
6: my company, and I have the opportunity to go to school at uh, the college I want to go to for almost nothing. Um, awesome. The military is paying for it. I'm in the National Board. Wonderful. Um, right now, what's that?
0: I said wonderful. Thank you. Thanks for your service.
6: Oh, yeah. Yeah, my pleasure. Um, but right now, I have a really good-paying job earned about $25 an hour, and I was just wondering, like, I'm kind of torn between... Uh, going to college, which i have wanted to do.
3: What's to the, what's the job? My, uh, I mean, what's the what's the career? What's the where what are you going to go study? My
6: career is business administration with a specialization in project management. That's, oh, that's what I'm great. doing now. And so in the future, I have the practical side down yep. of the, the degree, but not
3: the actual uh, the credential, like the yeah you know, the credential side of things. So, so uh, this Rachel, you and Rachel, Rachel, you and I may disagree. I, if you are my son, or you are me, <laughs> or you are my brother. What I would tell you is go to college.
0: Mm-hmm. I was going to say the same go thing. Go get
3: the degree. This is a remarkable opportunity to get a degree with a, a an extensive ROI attached to it for basically nothing. And, um, I, and it's a school you want to go to. You're going to work hard. You're going to get this stuff knocked out. And $25 an hour is going to be way in your rearview mirror. When you combine your tactical knowledge plus this new information you're going to learn, and by the way, go in open-minded because there's a lot you're going to learn and then you're going to have the credential mm-hmm. on top of it, man. I'd tell you to go
4: to college. Yep,
0: absolutely. Liam, I would say the same thing. I'd go to college. I would do it. And then you're going to come out with a wonderful degree that everyone's looking for project managers. So uh, you're you're picking a really, really smart degree as well. So great but job, don't Liam. don't borrow a
3: penny. Don't borrow a penny.
0: Yes, go debt-free. Debt-free. All right, that's, that puts the sour of the, Dave Ram- of the Ramsey Show in the books. Thanks, Kelly, James, Finn, Zach, Andrew, and Austin, and John Deloney. This is The Ramsey Show.